0: what's going on travelers thanks for tuning into the 34th episode of the resonance a weekly genshin impact podcast i'm your host dalton with me is ran
1: yo 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 what's going on
0: (laughs) so much better than pharaoh
1: (laughs) i don't want to steal his thunder like that how you doing guys
0: (sighs) Ran is one of our patrons. Obviously, if you hang out long enough in every episode, you hear us shout him out. But Ran is great. Why don't you introduce yourself? I know you do some stuff in like the anime convention world, right? Or you did or
1: Yeah, I uh I host I help host and uh manage a anime image board at e shushunet And uh but as far as like the anime convention world, I uh I dabbled really big into a series. A while back that some people may be familiar with, but it's a little more niche. And uh, yeah, I just did a bunch of convention panels and things like that for a series. I did uh, one for the Senran Kagura series of games in anime. And then I did one for uh, Girls in Panzer, which was a lot of fun because I got to meet the military advisors when they came to Anime Weekend Atlanta. Um, And that, that was really neat.
0: So they actually worked with like a uh, military advisors when they made the show?
1: Uh yeah, so uh, uh Takaki Suzuki is a mangaka who does the Girls in Panzer uh manga Red Ribbon Warrior. Mm-hmm. And then uh he yeah, he came over and yeah, they were actually they go around the world to different military museums and you know, look about specs and know their history and their facts and whenever they do Military anime, things like Girls in Panzer uh, Strike, which is high school fleet. They work as advisors to make sure all the historical accuracies they want to have are actually accurate.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so that was really cool. I got to meet them, and I helped him with his presentation. He actually signed a copy of his manga, and I got that on my shelf. Now he gave that to me as a thank you gift. So
0: That is awesome. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, that was pretty much the highlight of my, uh, my convention career, so...
0: Gotcha. So after that, you were pretty much like, "Okay, I can die now."
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So it's very much starstruck, you know, meeting your heroes. But it, it was a good yeah. experience.
0: Which they say never to do.
1: You know what? Sometimes you, it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But uh, this one's yeah. good. So
0: fair enough. Fair enough. And now you are into Genshin. So what's your who's your favorite Genshin character?
1: Uh, my favorite Genshin character, who I'm maining right now, if you're on the Discord, all you'll know is a uh, Kuki Shinobu. Okay. Um, she doesn't hit very hard, but once I got her all maxed out, you know, she's, uh, get that ring going and it's just a, it's one-stop shopping. She doesn't do anything great, but she does everything okay. And that works for me.
0: Cool. Hey, as long as you're enjoying yourself, that's what I tell
1: everybody. Now, you got to mix it up.
0: Awesome. Uh, we have a jam-packed second half for you. A couple news articles in the beginning. I'm going to save the review reading. I really want to hear, Pharaoh read our next review in Shao's voice. So we're going to skip the review reading. Um, but if you guys want to, uh, go over to Apple podcasts, you can leave a review, uh, for us to read on the show. If you so choose, we will read that in another character's voice. Um, I did Shao last week, which I I guess I did a really good job. I'm really glad because I did not want to mess that one up.
1: It it was much better than your Diona, I will say that.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad because if not, (laughs) I probably would have to stop doing these. (laughs) Um, But if you guys want to, it helps us out and you get a little bit of a a gift of us reading it in a character's voice. Um, If you want to see anything else that we do outside of the weekly podcast, uh, you can check us out on Twitter or Instagram at HoyoCast, um, where I plug a bunch of podcast memes that people in our Discord do give my thoughts on the news and whatnot. And you can also just flat out join our Discord, which is a great time. Discord.me forward slash the resonance. I'd say go to Hoyo lab but honestly, Hoyo lab is so how do I say it? It's kind of like oversaturated.
1: I feel like they're trying to do too much with it all at once. They're really trying to force it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I the the I think the thing that really turned me off to Hoyolab at least posting content and I, I still post the episodes, but like before I would like do all the web events and do extra stuff in Hoyo lab. Like I wouldn't just post and be like, Oh, Hey, there's a new episode. Uh, I wouldn't do that, but I would do more. And I think the thing that turned me off to it was when they started doing those web events where they were, uh, exclusively in Hoyo lab, but it would be like view three posts or like, or comment on three posts. And then literally I would get like, Symbols like one symbol, or someone would write okay, yeah, and I'm just like oh okay, I guess <laughs>
1: like no, that's the um, one thing that pushed me away from the app as well. So I I like it for the check in, I like it for the interactive map, and I like it for the community engagement. But when they have these events and they force you into it, like hey, when you make these three, but yeah, you're right, you get a bunch of spam. People are like hey, just posting for the event, you know, click yeah. like. It's like that's that's not going to no, no. make engaging content for your app. Yeah.
0: If if anything and I get they probably did it so that oh let's let's figure out a way to get people to engage in other content on Hoyolab. I get that maybe that was their mindset, but still you get people who are already following mm-hmm. other bigger content creators on Hoyolab and then they see those first and so it's probably way easier to just go to their home feed where their most, where their followed content creators are posting and their posts show up and they just do it there. Yeah,
1: Well, this is like, it
0: really didn't even matter.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a really, it's a classic marketing strategy where it's like, just push something out to where it has minuscule rewards and it's, it's typically garbage, but it, it engages and it gets a lot of people in. And then you just hope that some stick around. Um, uh, as an example, like I'm a big car guy. And years and years ago when Kia was first starting up, they would have one where you're like, if you come in, you know, buy a car, we'll give you a second car for a dollar. And they did that. And the cars were junk, but they did it because it got them on the road. And then people would see them and then people would drive them. And that's how they built up. And I feel like that's what Hoyo's doing with their app right now. Yeah. Is just to get people in the door. And then once they're here, then they'll slowly start refining it to make the web events more you know, actually engaging things that you want to participate in that you're gonna get meaningful feedback on.
0: Yeah. Well they this week they did release a new one. We're we're not gonna talk about that one, but it is it's it's cute. It's fine. Um you I like this style more where you go into there you, there's no leaving comments. It's you go into the game due two daily commissions or you've like they should do view two posts or so you have to go look at the post at least. Like you can't view it unless you click on it. Mm-hmm. It's fine if people look at it for a second, they might see something that they like, but you're not getting spammed with bull crap that doesn't matter. Where and then this and then in this web event, they give you like keys or like an extra currency to use in the actual web event.
1: So I I feel like if you're gonna make me look at posts and then maybe find something I like, I think that's fine. But when you say, make three forum posts using this hashtag. It's like I don't want to do that. And nobody else wants to do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. Uh that and I'm still a craft creator on Hoyo Lab, so I just no matter how many times I reach out to try to get that fixed, it's like I hear nothing and I get it. It's like something really minuscule, but come on. I'm not a craft creator. <laughs> it's like nobody's like nobody's there's oh this guy like people who don't like crafts are gonna look at my profile and be like Oh, he does crafts. I
1: don't care. Yeah, well, I got that too. I said, "Hey, your craft creation weekly updates here." It's like I haven't made anything, but all right. So, <laughs>
0: got it. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. All right, let's jump into the news, and then uh, the second half of the show will be all about the version 3.3 live stream program that we got uh, literally today. Um, our first bit of news is they released a new gourmet tour video. Uh this is still the Leeway's ki- uh cuisine collection. This is issue number 2. Uh this one they did golden shrimp balls.
1: And oh my god, these things they look amazing. And the recipe does not look difficult with the ingredients. It's very simple as far, but just the craftsmanship that it was shown in the video to do it is like I will never be able to make this.
0: Yeah, I feel like you could probably Make like a very simplified version of it.
1: I mean, sure. I mean, the the ingredients were literally just potato, flour, and then shrimp. And then you just, you know, you craft it together and you deep fry it. But in the video, this, you know, this expert chef that they have doing this is like slicing this potato like paper thin and then putting these little tiny strings. And there's a clip of him threading it through a needle. And as soon as I see that, there's like there is no way I will ever make this. Uh, yeah i
0: I had to go back and and watch that part again. But yeah, he does thread it through a needle.
1: Yeah, but then when he okay. just takes the strings and just makes these like the the balls like this kind of like woven basket around the shrimp, and then deep fry it. it's like I want this so bad. It looks so yeah. good. <laughs>
0: um, it looks great. I. This would probably for me at least other than like threading the potato through a needle thing like I feel like you could definitely do this and it'd be a lot easier than the previous one we got.
1: Yeah, but if you're not threading the potato through the needle then you know you're not really flexing about your culinary craftsmanship then are you?
0: I mean, I just want to eat something that is from Genshin that's <laughs> the closest thing I can get. I'll find somebody else to thread my potatoes through a needle.
1: (laughs) If you want some from Genshin, I can make you a Tavat fried egg if you want.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, maybe it's not uh, Genshin, but I could have swore it was, but I think it's from Harry Potter. It's like this one. Have you watched the Harry Potter movies?
1: Oh, uh, every bit of them.
0: Okay. So there's like this one scene where Ron is really nervous about being the keeper in his first match. And they give you a top-down version of his breakfast, and it's like an egg that's like perfectly cut into a square, but like the rest of the like, it's oh, yeah. a very geometrical, like perfectly done, like plate of egg and toast. And I don't know, just that's what it, your comment reminded me of.
1: Didn't she make it like look like the like the like the goals and like the actual like the 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 board or something? Because it was his, it was his girlfriend at the time, wasn't it? That made that for him.
0: I think so. Yeah lavender brown oh
1: god you remember her name <laughs> uh, i'm a big Potterhead, head so oh, yeah. man okay well what house are you uh ravenclaw Ah, uh, nerd oh.
0: <laughs> you're a slytherin aren't you oh uh, how could you tell
1: <laughs> called me a nerd <laughs> <laughs> i
0: like to think i'm a nice guy you're a nice guy yeah man. okay um Paimon's paintings. This is jeez, what are these Roman numerals? Um is that
1: 19? 19. It's the 19th wow.
0: set. Yeah. So a new set of emojis came out. Um we got some cute ones of Kusanali. Got about three four of Layla technically or th- three of Layla, one of her hand. Um and then we got our what you call our shroom buddies from the fungi event.
1: And I, I love the shroom buddies. I like the little, I like the little, uh, the bongo head with the bandage on it. That, that's really yeah, cute.
0: That is, yeah. I like the Geo one because he jumps up and like slams his head down, and like now he's like dizzy.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, I feel like that the uh, the one of Layla that says "I'm broke" is going to get a lot of mileage.
0: Oh yeah, that will get a lot of mileage. You're absolutely right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, these all look really great. So I always like them. She when literally is,
0: man, she literally is like a four star version of Mona.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah, I felt really lucky I got one copy of her at least. So at least she's in the roster now. Yeah, I've only gotten Toma after that. Oh, no, but hey, man, Toma's the Chad, remember? That's true.
0: I think I do need more Toma as well, anyway. So
1: I'm okay with it for now. I think my Toma's at like C5 right now. I just got to oh, figure you're out close, how close. You're close. Yeah, getting there.
0: Hypostatic Symphony event, uh, they are putting tips out for, I guess. This is the first one. Sonata of the Snowy Path, which is the cryohypostasis. Uh, so some tips from the new event that just started uh, I think today.
1: Yeah, yeah, it just started up this morning, I believe.
0: Got it. So the hypostatic symphony event has begun. We're here to give you some characteristics of the cryo hypostasis in the event. In the extreme difficulty mode. 120 seconds after the battle starts, the hyperstasis will undergo a variation and its attack will increase. Um, and then it will then increase periodically. So you got to watch out for that. So obviously it's better if you can kind of melt that down within two minutes. Um, during the challenge, you can use these skills that are called dissonances. There is a limited number of times whereby you can use these, so use it wisely to defeat opponents quickly. For a frame of reference, I did... It had the hardest difficulty and it let me use the dissonance six times.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask if you had a chance to go in there and what your strategy was when you went into it.
0: Uh, I had no strategy. Uh, I knew it was cryo. So I went with Jean, Xiao, Bennett, and Shang Ling. And if I had to give any tips, it would just be to use Shang Ling and her burst because the cryo, like wall that circles around it, mm-hmm. before you start hitting like the ice balls at it to break its shield. Though those i those walls do not mess around. They are tough.
1: Yeah, no, they take a lot. Of, they take a lot of heat, uh, my, especially b- because like they move around too. Yeah, with the circle, you either have to either burst on lo- uh, burst down the walls or just be really good with your timing. Yeah, and, which I am not. <laughs> yeah, so I got real lucky when I went into it, and I saved as many of my uh, my distances as I could for the very last phase, mm-hmm. and then just used them and just. Really, just trying to time those frost fruits, just hammering them through because I think it they dealt like well, like double damage hundred and fifty percent of the damage,
0: yeah, you're talking about the very last dissonance, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's going to be like the the one that everybody goes to sure, um, but I found myself like kind of spamming that button, even though I wasn't even in the like the frost fruit uh <laughs> stage. I was just hitting it, and I was just like,
1: no, wait, I, I need those yeah, nothing's happening.
0: <laughs> or no, I'd like I'd hit it and I'd be like, "Oh dang it!" And like, uh, what am I fighting Scarmouche? Like, I need to not hit that button. So,
1: oh, I'll see, and that spoils on me. I haven't made it to the Scarmouche fight yet, but oh, I'm sorry. No, nah, you're good, man. This is my fault for being behind. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. That's what nah, I was That doesn't
0: spoil anything. They actually showed it in the uh, in the preview. If you watched the, if they watch the three. Yeah, they show they show you. Oh, no yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay.
1: No, I've seen it all, and I was really glad when you uh, when it said, know, we're not going to cover much of the Archon quest this week, which I was really grateful for because I literally just made it past the part that you and Farrell were talking about last week. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, sweet, I still got a week to catch up before they move on.
0: Yeah, and now people are getting a nice little break, too. So you'll get another week now, and then you'll hear it again. So you'll have some time to catch up. During the challenge, characters will accumulate sheer cold. Uh, they have the heat sources kind of very similar to where the overworld cryo-hypostasis bosses, you'll have those to um, reduce that effect on you. When the cryo-hypostasis revives, layers of defensive barriers will appear around its core. This is what we were talking about before. Use charged attacks to redirect the falling frost fruits back at the cryo-hypostasis. Avoid hitting the defensive barriers and strike the opponent's core with the frost fruits to quickly destroy its shield. I didn't even know that. (laughs) <laughs> what about
1: the I, about the shield? I I,
0: I saw the shields, mm-hmm. but I didn't know you could use the frost fruits to destroy them.
1: Yeah, so if you shoot even if you hit the wall with the frost fruit, it'll bust down that wall.
0: Oh wow, okay. it and it knocks I clearly and the gif that they are they put in the Hoyolab uh post is you hit the frost fruit, if you hit the hypostasis, all three get destroyed. Well I was trying to burst them down and then use that.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you just decided to play it a double hard mode, essentially. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so, from what I've been reading as far as, like, on the forums, have they done an event like this in the past?
0: Um, I'm not sure. From when I started playing back when we first got to Inazuma, mm-hmm. I, we, I haven't seen this. Okay. So, yeah. I would think that if they did, they probably would have brought it back sometime in the year that I was playing but
1: yeah. Okay. Cause I know I, from what I see, we got this one going and then they're gonna have one for each of the different elements coming through. So it's going to be really interesting seeing how these fights, uh, play out with the yeah. different dissonances and everything.
0: Yeah. I forget who it was in our discord. They, they mentioned that, um, a new world boss where the, it was a hypostasis, but it changed throughout the fight would be really cool.
1: Oh, that would be good.
0: All right. We also have the serenity pot replica display platform that is officially launched. Uh, this isn't really much of a platform you can get it in the tools page where like you see your check in your uh Tevat interactive map all that stuff it's there it's really just like a topics page which is fine it's it's fine but it's like you're scrolling through uh posts in hoyo lab but they have a submission method where um you have a custom title uh, you need a valid replica id and then usually people will like post pictures. The server topics also have, uh, they also have server topics, I should say, that will help you kind of narrow down your search so that you're not going into a post and be like, oh, I really like this just to find out that it's not on your server. So I think that's really cool. In these posts, when you're viewing the details of the replica, you can go to the enhancement uh, progression calculator, find out how what materials you need. Um, so you can do that as well. Yeah, I think this is extremely helpful, especially because before I was just going on YouTube and, like, watching teapots get built just for, like, the replica ID. And oh, then yeah. finding out that, like, oh, they're on the Asia server, so, like, I can't even do this. <laughs> yeah, and even before so. that,
1: you had, like, you know, people to build and they would list exactly what you need, but you still had to do it by hand. Um, so, no, I really like what they're doing with this because I really love, uh, I love the teapot and I really want them to expand on it. And any that you build anything you could because you want to build it and even though it's your space, you know, you want to share it with other people. You want them to come and visit or and to appreciate what you've done. So with this, you know, people can borrow it or, you know, copy it, take hints, things like that. It's really great. Um, but like you said, when I first went into it, I was like, oh, this looks great. And then I would try and copy it over into mine. Like, oh, they're from the European so That doesn't do me any good.
0: Yeah, super helpful.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just. For, to have a platform with the way that they have it laid out, with to uh, you know like this like, kind of grid style, where you get this full preview of it, it's not just like the forum thread, is also really nice. You can browse through a lot easier and w- look for things that catch your eye.
0: Very true. Yeah, I agree. I still have to dabble in this a little bit.
1: Yeah, I haven't had I'm a just... chance to do a whole lot with it either yet. I I put my uh, my little mini monstat up there, my potstat. So I got that posted, um, but I do like how you can post either images or videos with it as well.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you got like a YouTube link or a uh, or a Twitch video, you can share that instead of just a video and, and you know, give people like a little tour. So it's, it's, it's neat.
0: Yeah, it is really cool. All right. And then we have uh, the Genshin Impact 30 Prima Gems. It's a gift that you guys can get off of uh, the website. Alienware Arena. They are giving away a key for 30 Prima Gems. You do have to just like follow Genshin Impact on Twitter in order to claim your 30 Prima Gems. Um they did this for the 3.2 live stream. There is a limited amount of keys. Uh, as of right now in this recording, which is Friday, by the time uh this episode hits your ears, they'll probably be gone. But if not, I would definitely even just go to the website. You could probably just search it. Uh they have a search bar, just look up Genshin Impact Prima Gems. You can get 30 Prima Gems. Right now, there's only
1: 477 keys left. And there were there were 583 when I posted on our Discord this morning. So 100 have gone today.
0: Okay, so there might be a small amount left over by Monday morning, but we'll see. Yeah. Either way, it, I think it's worth mentioning just in case there are some left over. If not, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's real easy. You can make an Aalora account, follow Genshin, click Get Key, you're done. All right,
0: let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to go over all the deets that we got in the live stream program today for version 3.3. Yeah, and then we'll wrap up the show. Back from our break. Uh, like always, we are going to go over the live stream program details. We are going to use a hoyo lab post made by Sora Hoshina. If you guys like like guides basically for like anything Genshin related, go to Sora Hoshina's page. They definitely deserve it. Uh, they do really good work, everything is beautifully done. Um, so check that out. But we're gonna basically use her whole article to go over the details i used to do these manually like i used to type manual like notes while watching and i remember the first time i did it was for i think ayato and i typed everything out and then when i saved it i was like okay i'm gonna go record and then like i got an up like a notification from hoyo lab that was like here are all the details and i was just like wow Like I just did all that work and Hoyo just gave me the answer.
1: (laughs) And Sora does really, I mean, it looks like just a very professional post and layout. I really like the way they do their, their summaries. Yeah.
0: Um, so you watched the whole thing. How did you like the trailer?
1: I did. Uh, very, very much so. Um, as soon as it started off with, uh, with Ito doing his thing and just Max just being (laughs) Ito, I was like, yeah, I I am already 100% on board, but, uh. But no, the whole trailer with uh, all the stuff with, you know, Moose, the Wanderer and the, the new little mini events coming up, uh, I thought they did a really good job with it. I really liked the feel that they got for, especially the, uh, the Test of Courage bit.
0: Oh, yeah. Test of Courage looks very interesting. Um, I thought I was more hyped from the last trailer we got, but this one was still really good. Um, a lot of characters that they showed that are coming back, I'm really interested in, so... I am very excited for this. I'm excited to see how the Wanderer becomes our playable character, which, you know, the community kind of... uh, I think we talked about this a little bit maybe the week prior, two weeks ago, but the community is on this, like, shift that only playable characters... The playable characters will be characters that were, like, inherently good. Like, Child is a Harbinger, but not really... that bad? He's he's not he's really like evil as much as like fence.
1: Yeah, he's not really like evil. He's like I'm doing a job and I like to fight. So,
0: yeah. So now I'm I'm really curious to see like how they did this and we kind of theorized a little bit like, oh, is this going to be like a past Scaramouche deal or is it going to be him after the Archon quest? So I, as far as like how they kind of mentioned it with like Nahida doing that voiceover. Um, in the trailer, was it the trailer or no, it was the actual live stream. Yeah. It, it sounded like it was going to work and it sounded like it was fine. So,
1: yeah, like I said, I haven't made it through, uh, the arc at this point. So I don't know if it's going to be like him reverting back to, you know, before he became Scaramouche as, as he is, or is mm-hmm. it going to be this, uh, this redemption arc to where he's going to try and make amends for things he's done and try and find a new light.
0: Yeah, and and you know, even playing through the Archon quest, so a little bit ahead of you, I still don't know.
1: Oh, okay, well, good. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. My f- my theory is that Nahida is going to pull strings, basically, to <laughs>
1: to make him
0: good. <laughs> um, but then again, you know, Nahida doesn't really like take over people's bodies to like do bad, and I feel like she probably wouldn't mess with someone's memories like that. So I don't know. We'll see. It's yeah. gonna be interesting.
1: Maybe she'll sure. get in there and try and mend some broken some broken strings or something. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um,
0: but the the splash art for the or the thumbnail is Scaramouche like falling through like a broken floor. Not uh, Scaramouche. Uh, the Wanderer falling through a bro- broken floor almost, mm-hmm. and he has his hands like like he's holding something like without touching it. And it's actually, like, Scaramouche's body.
1: Yeah, it's the, talking about the small one, like, right there in his chest? Yeah. So, is it, like, him, like, embracing, like, his fallen former self?
0: Yeah, something like that. It, it looks really cool. Yeah, like,
1: it's it's a really good, good shot of him.
0: Yeah, so, oh, I'm so excited. All right, we're going to talk about everything that got covered. We're going to start with the Wish banners, uh, so in phase one, we have from Ashes Reborn, which that kind of honestly gives it away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have the Wanderer and we have uh, Furuzan, who is the new four-star animal character that we got a preview of a little bit ago. Um, we now know that her weapon is a bow. Uh, we know that now. And the Wanderer will be a Catalyst user. And then we also have Arataki Ido Oni's Royale. Uh, also, uh, alongside Feruzan. So if you want the four star character Feruzan, you're gonna have to pull on either of those two banners. Um, and I believe this is Ito's second rerun. Yeah. Second rerun, third banner.
1: Oh, see Ito's just going to, I wasn't, I was here for the first one and I didn't know anything about him and I got Shinobu and I was Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't know. I don't know much about Ito. I mean, he looks neat, but whatever. And then as I caught up after his banner passed, I caught up and did, um, the story. Yeah, the story and I was like, "Oh, this is the best character ever." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's very infectious. Oh my god, and he, uh Max who does the voice acting for Ito is has got to be my favorite voice actor in this game. Yeah. He he just yeah, he does a great job. Uh, you can just tell he just really loves that character. I really appreciate that. He does a great yep. job. So yeah, Ito's he probably really going to steal all my primos and all my money. Um So you don't have Ito yet? I do not
0: and uh, you, you plan on pulling because i know you were i i from my memory if it stands correct you were planning on pulling for wanderer but now you
1: are not so i had thought about it the problem is, is that i threw some primos at nahida and mm-hmm. i was like you know if i get her cool if i don't then you know then i'm fine with it i'll just save my gems um but i did get her and like my either my first or my second tin pull so if I'm going in towards Ito, I'm going in with a clean fifty-fifty, mm-hmm. and and that and that scares me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because I really want Ito, but I also don't want to be bankrupt. Yeah. So we're, we're just gonna to see where that goes. But uh, even the after. Good thing I'm- no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just good. saying, like, even with the with this on phase one, the phase two banner that we're going to get to in a minute is also really strong, and yeah. I I I am in I am in danger.
0: Yeah, it's it's good, though, that you are maybe not good, because I know you're a very, like, you're, like, aesthetic kind of guy. You oh. will pull for aesthetic and, like, personality over meta.
1: Oh, absolutely, every time.
0: But, and you kind of don't like the boy shorts on any of the guy characters. So I, you don't really like
1: that whole, like... I don't understand what's the thing with the, with the boys and the shorts in this game. It's like, who do we have? It's like, Bennett has shorts. Uh huh. Jingcho Jing Cho has shorts. Scaramouche has shorts.
0: You know, technically Albedo has shorts, but his boots are just super long.
1: He does, but his boots meet his pants, I think. Barely, yeah. Yeah. And so it makes it look like pants, and I'm okay with it, but uh, I, I don't know what yeah. it is. I've never been a shorts guy, and it's just kind of like, man, which is bad yeah. because I really like Scaramouche's hat. Yeah. I was like, everything else is great about this dude Uh, with his animations. It's like, oh, why is he got to wear board shorts?
0: (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, you're only like, since aesthetic is good with Edo and like, that seems like your pick. Yeah. Easy. I was going to say, you know, if you since you don't like the easy one, like if you would have cared about meta, like right now the water is the way to go because geo is just in this like really weird stagnant state where nothing really works with geo. Yeah. And, so, I,
1: and I hate that. It's like, uh, I, I think I actually posed that question of the week, like a long time ago about what can they do for geo to make it do something besides just make shields. Right. Cause, cause like you said, it's just very stale right now. It's like, if you need a shield user, great. Bring geo. If you don't need a shield user, why bother?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, phase 2. Here we go. We have the Raiden Shogun, another rerun for the Raiden Shogun. Uh no four stars uh that we know of yet. They obviously a new one won't be there cuz that's kind of just history repeating itself. Uh but alongside Raiden Shogun will be uh Kamisato Ayato.
1: So what are your thoughts on this banner?
0: You know, Raiden just had a rerun. Not that long ago. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think Ayato's... I I would say that Ayato's do. It's just there's other characters that are more do than Ayato. But I... I, The one thing that I do respect that Hoyoverse does is they like to tie in the banner characters with what's going on in the game. Okay. And that I can respect. So I'm okay with it as long as they hold some kind of value being in the event or being in the archon quest or what have you so i'm okay with it it's just there are other characters i personally i like it because i have both these characters and i don't plan on pulling for either of them so it's just more time for me to save Uh. but yeah but it's a really hard pick i think the the big one is if if you don't have Raiden shogun she's a very good option doesn't take a whole lot of investing she works really well even at c0 so if you're someone who's like yeah but i don't want constellations you don't even need them um she has a great uh four star weapon if you can uh get past the fishing i know a lot of people don't like it i don't mind it really but if you can get past all the fishing to get the catch in game you don't even need to use prima gems to pull for a good weapon or anything like that so I think the banner is great, honestly. Both characters are wonderful. I love Ayato's design. I love that he loves Bobati like me. His animations are great. Oh,
1: his animations and just his his play style is really, really fun. Yeah. So I like the banner. It's just... You already have them, so you're you're lucky you get to save up.
0: Yeah, and it it would really have to depend on, okay, who is the four-star in... Like, who are the four-stars in these banners to get me to pull? Sure. And there's very few now that I need mm-hmm. that I would be like, okay, I'm okay with getting a second of these five stars if it means I can get another four star to C six. Like uh, I'm assuming that Goro's gonna be in this Arataki Edo banner in phase one. So if Goro was with the Wanderer, that would be like a double win for me because I still need him C six for my Edo team. Mm-hmm. But like if they did it in phase two of Raiden Shogun Kamisato Ayato, then honestly, I'd kind of be like, okay, well, I kind of need Goro. And then I might feel a little, I'd, I'd have some anxiety about pulling on one of the banners for a four star, but.
1: Go into them, just trying to avoid the, just trying to avoid getting to your pity point. Exactly. Right.
0: And I mean, you know, right now, it's these characters have reruns so often, like, especially characters like in Shogun, that when I get it, when we get like banners like this, I'm okay with it because I can either, it's my choice, right? I can save, I don't feel pressured, like, okay, I need to spend all my primos to get as many of the Wanderers as I can, and then, what is it, three weeks? Is it three weeks
1: or like two? Uh, I think right now, I think it's like 17 days, so it's like two and a half or okay. something like that.
0: Yeah, so two and a half weeks, boom, new character come, like another character that I need, okay, like save, 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 crunch, 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 like, and then it's like, oh, I didn't get it. It's getting down to like the last few days of the banner. I need to like pull the wallet out. Like I don't feel like that with this. Yeah, and that's I mean, awesome. Granted, like, yeah, it's a good feeling, but like granted for that's just me. Um, I've been playing for, you know, a little bit now, and I already have these characters, but for someone who where both these characters work on, on teams that they would love to play hello yeah okay yeah perfect so like you're you're like a perfect example so like now you feel like okay now i need to pull for these characters Yeah. it's a little yeah it's rough
1: i'm I'm excited but it hurts me because i really really want ito just because i love his character even if i don't use geo a whole lot Mm -hmm. um just to have him just to hear his voice lines just to see him standing on my screen and doing his like stupid where he combs his hair i'm just like yes that's why i want ito but at the same time (sighs) on the next banner you know you've got ayato who looks and plays great and i love the hydro element Mm -hmm. um especially because i do i use a lot of electro as well um and then with raiden shogun on the banner as well and i don't have any of these characters and it's like, oh well, how right. many primo gems do I have? Oh, I have eleven hundred primo gems. It's like this. This is dangerous. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And oh. I mean, it, it, it's really tough. And uh,
1: but the good thing, like you it, said, is like now these characters are getting more and more reruns because they're shortening the gap between the reruns. That way, people, you know, can feel like if they if they miss a character, like if I miss the Wanderer on this banner. He'll probably come around again here in the next couple months Yeah, with, their new, with the new way they're scheduling. So I don't feel super pressured. It's just more like, who, do, who would I really like to have right now? Right.
0: Yeah. And I think another good thing to think about is that I feel like a lot of people don't is, and I want to go through and, and figure this out, is how many limited five-star characters did we have until they up until they started to do the two banners at one time? Because for a while, you only had one banner.
1: Oh, see. Now we have two. Oh, see. I've been gone for all that. Right.
0: So I want to know, okay, they had, let's say, I know it probably was more than this, but let's say, okay, once they hit 25-star characters, that's when they started doing two banners. So I want to see, okay, well then, what's it going to take for them to get to three? Because I feel like that's
1: inevitable at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like three is too much. I feel like... Two character banners and then like one weapon banner is a really good place to be.
0: It's it is a good it yeah. I mean, it is good, don't get me wrong, because I've played other gacha games where it's just like uh like Pokemon Masters has this where literally there are like sometimes nine banners. Oh my god. And it's like you it's too much. Yeah. I get this feeling that eventually we're gonna have so many five stars that like when was the last time we had? I can remember it vaguely, but when was the last time we had a Hu Tao?
1: That's just what I was gonna ask. Has she had a rerun? I think she's yeah. She has.
0: She's had one. Yeah. And it's like Shao has had like four,
1: five. And Yai, you know Mi- what I mean? Did Yaimiko? Was that her third? That just
0: no? Just, um, was that her second? It was either her first or her second. I oh, know okay. for a fact it wasn't. It wasn't uh her third rerun, but. But, yeah, I remember it wasn't that long ago that we had a Yaimiko run. Like, we yeah. were just in Inazuma.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so. And the thing is, like, I felt like with this event, especially with this uh, with this Test of Courage thing, I felt like that would have been a good opportunity for a Hu Tao.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Just yeah. kind of tiring with that. But hopefully they'll have something that, tie, that, that brings her back in. Because I know that people have been kind of clamoring, especially on the forums, about for her to get her rerun in.
0: Oh, she's, I feel like when they release her, they're going to make it hard. It's going to be the, it's going to be the wander Edo kind of thing. But even though like right now I feel like Edo probably is like not the greatest choice if you're like want to stay current with the meta. Oh yeah. It's going to be that, it's going to be that issue. They're going to put who with somebody brand new. That is like really good. I feel like, I don't know.
1: We'll see. Uh, let's, hope, let's hope they don't make it too hard for people, though, because I know that's that's one they've been fighting for.
0: Yeah. So let's kind of dive into these new characters. We have the Wanderer, who is very much clearly shown as a reborn Scaramouche, 5-star rarity, Animo Vision, Catalyst user. Their skill allows the Wanderer to hover in the air, basically. He will first deal an AoE damage before leaping into the air and then entering the hovering state. And then when he's in the hovering state and he uses normal or charged attacks, it will be converted into Kugo Fushuden and Kugo... I don't know what the rest of that word is, Uh, respectively. So Tofukai. Okay. It's uh, uh, censored in Hoya Lab for whatever reason.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they censored the uh, the F-U-K.
0: Okay, yeah, it makes sense. The damage that the Wanderer does then is AoE and it will be increased. And their damage will be considered normal and charged attack damage. The it's uh, a good note here is that the charged attack when you're hovering will not consume stamina so the Wanderer consumes Kuguroku points to maintain this hovering state which is like a blue meter that is very similar to the stamina meter and it will be consumed if he's hovering and he's not even moving or attacking it will still consume those points and then when you run out of that meter he will descend very cool skill big selling point for for the wanderer i would say
1: oh just the even the out of combat utility for this is just huge huge yeah
0: the biggest like one of the biggest things that people are saying that tower fantasy did better because better that genshin didn't do was that you could do attacks in midair and now they did this and i'm just like (laughs) it's just like funny to me that like, a few weeks ago, I saw that argument, and now it's just like, oh, now we have it.
1: <laughs> yeah, just taking another one off of Tower of Fantasy, just kind of stomping you know, even harder into the ground. Speaking
0: of stomping really hard into the ground. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm glad you caught that.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: the elemental burst for the Wanderer, he compresses the atmosphere uh, to what looks like literally a black hole, and then he stomps on it. Um, and stomps toward the enemies and if the wanderer is in a hovering state when using the elemental burst uh, his hovering state will end he will literally just like stomp from the air into the ground um, and it will pull enemies into the center
1: so i was trying to look up to see what all exactly his burst does and i can't find any information on youtube or anything like that all i see it looks like just like a really big gathering burst attack just like a one hit
0: yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like they get launched a little bit, but usually they say that they launched in the air when like it actually does that. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. I'm sure we'll we'll probably get like a, a demo and it'll probably say more. Yeah. And his character demo. His exploration talent is Strum of the Swirling Winds. It will reduce the more required when leveling up bow and catalyst weapons. Very uh very helpful.
1: Yeah, that's definitely more useful for newer characters, I feel like, than it is for the veterans. Yeah. Um I definitely feel like I have more more than I know what to do with. Um Oh you do? Yeah. Oh I have I have I a monster to, don't of Well, <laughs> uh, I also used to have a bunch of uh Mystic Enhancement or and I just did like three weapons at once and now I don't have any, so
0: Oh, I'm rolling in that. Yep.
1: <laughs> but not uh, everything about the wander just looks great, man. His skill, um, it's a very interesting take, especially with the with his own individual stamina bar. Yeah. Um the way it works with the with the attacks with the dashes and and like I've seen before it's like even just the outer world being able to hover and just like float over streams or gaps and holes and things like that is just going to be it's it's really really huge. Yeah,
0: especially with it being its own bar cuz once it ends you can just glide.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like what I do with Yeland whenever I'm exploring with her, I will run until my stamina runs out. And then I'll use her elemental skill, which lets me continue dashing for another eight right. seconds, and then go back into the regular dash. So
0: yeah, I do the same thing with Shao. Mm-hmm. I'll like do his skill where he like darts forward with the spear, and then I'll glide, and then when it comes back, I'll do it again. And yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah,
1: well you you find ways to make things work that way. You can kind of cheese the stamina a bit. Always.
0: We have Feruzin, who is a four star rarity, animo vision as well. Bow weapon user. Their skill is Wind Realm of Nasimjin. Feruzan deploys a polyhedron that deals animo damage to nearby opponents. After using her skill, her next fully charged shot will become a special attack that creates a vortex pulling nearby objects and opponents in. Very useful. I think this is like very similar to like sucrose almost, but instead of doing a normal like sucrose, you don't have to do a normal attack, but mm-hmm. This, her fully charged attack, so will create the Vortex.
1: Yeah, so when I first saw Firuzin come out and they were showing off her skills and they were talking about the program, I was like, well, this is just feels like, you know, a bow using Sucrose. You know, what's, what's the point of this if it's just another Anemo-gathering Vortex character? But I'm going to let you continue on to the Elemental Burst because that makes the difference.
0: Yep. So the Elemental Burst is the wind secret ways. Firuzin deploys a Dazzling Polyhedron that unleashes a Whirlwind Pulse. While the Polyhedron persists, it will continuously move along a triangular path. Once it reaches each corner of that path, it will unleash one more Wind Whirl Pulse. And when the Pulse is released, it will decrease an, uh, enemies' animal resistance. It will also apply an animo Damage buff attack to all nearby party members when it is unleashed. Uh, the range of this buff is large, so you don't have to chase after the Polyhedron.
1: Now I feel like I saw something on that where they were saying where you could apply it to, uh, apply it to a to a friendly character and that it that they could charge it and it would gather them on the friendly character that you targeted. Is what I think that I heard in the special program.
0: I'm not sure. It does say that the Wind World Pulse will also apply a buff attack to all nearby party members when it's unleashed. So. I think that it will give them the buff, and it since it's large, it will. You don't have to worry
1: about it. Got it. Because yeah. the, the big thing was like the thing that I like seeing about this is that it it, it, seems, it seems to be encouraging more multiplayer uh, mm-hmm. play, uh, especially like domains and boss fights, and that's really exciting to me because the one thing that I feel like Genshin can help as far as his in game. And more community growth is definitely more things to do with more players.
0: Yep, for sure. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. It, they, I feel like the characters are doing exactly what I want them to do when it comes to making them more useful in co-op. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just need to bring the content to make those characters viable.
1: Yeah, and with uh, with this character's skills, even that's more permanent thing. But even with these temporary things, like these new events, um, with the uh, with invocation and TCG that's coming, and some of the new things that we're going to talk about for the, t- the new events, it's encouraging a lot more multiplayer aspect, and that's that's very very exciting. It's exactly what this game needs.
0: Yep, I agree. Her exploration talent is Tomes of the Light Path. Uh, she will gain more rewards when dispatched on Sumeru expeditions for twenty hours. Uh, we have a new weapon. The good luck Tule, Tule Tula's Remembrance. <laughs> I think I nailed that.
1: Yeah, no, that was good. Uh <laughs> This
0: is the catalyst weapon for the Wander. It, it the 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 image is is really hard to read. Okay, I can zoom in. So, at level 40 refinement refinement rank 1, uh the crit damage is 24.7%, base attack of 261. The effect is a little long to read. Normal attack speed is increased by 10% after using an elemental skill. Normal attack damage will increase by 4.8 every second for 14 seconds, and after hitting an attack uh after hitting an opponent, it will further increase by 9.6%. So, a ton of normal attack damage and speed basically.
1: That's a lot of normal attack damage, 4.8% every second for 14 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus.
0: I wanted to ask you though, are you on the page? Yes. Click on the one that's underneath where it shows like the weapon stats, where it like shows like the weapon ascension materials.
1: Oh. Uh, so let's
0: they see. So if you guys want to pre-farm for this, you can. It uses the scarab-looking uh weapon ascension material. But are those the pollens that we've been using this whole time with like nahita or are these the ones that everybody's been accidentally getting
1: i think those are the ones everybody's been accidentally because the fungal spores are the common ones on the far right and then yeah. the ones in the middle the uncommon i know what they are but i have like a monster load of those and i
0: yeah because i feel like a lot of people were using virgin and like electro and pyro attacks and then getting these yeah that was made right i didn't want yeah yeah <laughs> I was, so, I think it's those, but it doesn't say the name, so.
1: Yeah, I think it's like the activated dendro cores or something like that. Right, yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. Yeah, something like that.
1: So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so the scarab things from the domains, the fungal spores, and then the those.
0: So, if you guys want to pre-farm for that, you can do that. I just i am not entirely sure on, on the uh, on the name of the fungal spores, exactly which one it was. Uh, we have two new artifact sets. We have the Desert Pavilion Chronicle and the Flower of Paradise Lost. Desert Pavilion Chronicle is an Anemo damage bonus. And again, normal attack speed and plunging attack damage increases by 40% for 15 seconds. Very good. I think a lot of people are going to like, this will be another new Xiao set oh, uh, yeah. that
1: people do. Oh, absolutely. My Jean's looking yeah. forward to this set. Yeah, for sure.
0: And we have the Flower of Paradise Lost, which is an EM set, increases Elemental Mastery by 80, um, and gives a bunch of buffs uh, as far as Bloom, Hyper Bloom, and Burgeon Reaction Damage being increased. um, And then again, an extra 25% bonus for each stack. Max 4 stacks, each stack lasts 10 seconds, so pretty cool. Uh, And they can trigger this while not on the field, which I think is huge.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to be a a very big set for uh, Nahida. Yeah. So, yeah, anybody that's going to be focusing on, especially with dental reactions being like the big meta right now, uh, especially like things like Hyperbloom, I feel like this is going to be a really popular set.
0: For sure, yep.
1: Uh, Also, I just want to say, I did look up that item real quick, and that is the the inactivated and the dormant fungal nucleus.
0: So, the ones that we have not been accidentally getting.
1: Oh, no, we have. For instance, like right now, I have 786 of the green and then 236 of the blues.
0: Oh, so it's not... It's not the Nahida ones, right?
1: No, these are the ones that you get from the fungi when they're scorched and activated.
0: Okay, perfect, because that is exactly... What I was afraid of. I, I really wanted to start using the ones that I've been accidentally getting this whole time.
1: Yeah, no. So final, you'll be able to start using these if you get that uh, that artifact. Gotcha. Or that gotcha. weapon.
0: Perfect. We have a new Archon quest. This will be an Archon quest interlude chapter um, in version of Genesis, which is coming soon. we got a little bit of details about this. Um, diving really deep into the history of Tata Saruna. Uh, Tata Saruna which is the island in Inazuma. All that stuff is very unexplained. So, we are going to get a lot of details on that. One of the details that we did get from the live stream was that the area was sabotaged. So, Nahida will send Paimon and the traveler to watch the wander when ascending to Erminsoul in search of information. So, oh, well, I guess it says Scaramouche. So,.
1: I guess this is Maybe his transition we're... period. See, so if you look at that this the if you're looking at the page, um the yeah. screenshots they have, that is his Harbinger outfit.
0: Right, exactly. So it is Scaramouche, it's not the Wanderer. So we're probably gonna see him become the Wanderer.
1: Yeah, so that'll be neat. I love that even more. Yeah, you could experience his transition. No, that's that's really good. Yeah. So did you do all the Tatara Tales uh side quests and stuff?
0: I did not because I think some of them are tied to Daily commissions?
1: Yeah, it was a daily questing that ran for, like, two weeks. It was a long uh, chain.
0: I might have. I can't really remember. I'm going to have to, like, revisit it, honestly. Have to get this is br- what my EU accounts for. <laughs> oh,
1: there you go. Yeah, got to get it brushed up before we go back.
0: Yep. But, yeah, I off the top of my head, I can't even remember, honestly.
1: <laughs> there was a lot in Inezuma.
0: There was. Um, We have the version events. Uh, Akitsu kimo event which is a basically a test of courage event uh held by the Ashiro commission where you can experience new amusements and win awesome rewards um we get a four star sword which is basically like a like a parasol
1: yes it's like the the yokai parasol that you see in japanese folklore a lot cool yeah it
0: looks very interesting uh, we also have the Refinement material, so you'll be able to get that to R5. Getting a Crown of Insight, I know everybody's hot and bothered about that. <laughs> and Prima Gems, Talent Level Up materials, Weapon Ascension materials, uh, your much-needed Mystic Enhancement Aura, Mora, and uh, some heroes Wet Character EXP materials. So this kind of strikes me as the event that's going to go on for like the whole update, very similar to how the Fungi one was.
1: Yeah, it's like that. And when the, uh, uh, what was the event that we just did where we got the uh, the missive wind spirit, the Wine Festival. That oh, yeah. For a while, so.
0: Vine, we- Vine Laser Fest. Vine, yeah.
1: Le- yeah, there you go. I'm not gonna even going to try and pronounce that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the first sub-event, you need to control a bouncing bar to bounce a ball and use effects to basically create elemental reactions to break different colored blocks. Your team does matter. I think the more, the different... The more different uh, elements that you have in that team, the better, because you're going to be using reactions to uh, basically destroy these blocks as a challenge. Um, it's almost like pong, or not pong. It's breakout. Like, breakout was the yeah, game. Yeah, breakout. Yeah. So you're basically destroying a bunch of blocks with balls that bounce back and forth. It's very cool. I like this. Is these are the events that I really like. Yeah. No. And these they're
1: creative little they're mini events, games.
0: Yeah, they're events that you would never expect to be in this game.
1: And it's co-op.
0: That's true. Very true. Very co- yep. co-op. I love it. We have Across the Wilderness. Uh, the Adventurers Guild is hosting a special event titled Across the Wilderness. Find as many wilderness balloons as possible within the time limit to earn increasingly better rewards. I like when they use that those terms. Increasingly better. That makes me happy.
1: Yeah, right. The better you um, do, the more stuff you'll get.
0: You get prima gems, talent level up materials, mystic enhancement aura, mora, and character XP materials. Basically, you are going to different areas around uh Tavat to collect these uh balloons and these little uh elemental particles, I guess you wanna say. It's basically like a timed like a time challenge event.
1: Yeah, so what they were saying from what I saw in the event is that you'll assemble a like a character or a team of characters, and then you'll go through because depending on you know, where you're at, you'll need to use different character abilities to get aground. Um like... Yeah, they
0: made, like, a one-off joke about how the Wanderer will be especially helpful on this event.
1: Oh, yeah, because they were, like, one in Mondstadt where you had to, like, go on top of the buildings and everything. Right, yeah. yeah. Have you noticed that they've been doing a lot more of these, uh, these race-style events, especially, like, just throughout the overworld with, like, the time challenges and stuff in Sumeru? Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially be- with, like, the Spider-Man, like spider-man like teleport sigil things in the air and Sumeru and stuff like that yeah
1: yeah it's been there's been a lot i feel like they're really banking on these uh, on these race events but i like them so I, i'm here for it and especially if i get free primos and stuff for it
0: oh yeah absolutely <laughs> we have wind trace coming back did you get to play wind trace
1: i did not <sighs> oh, so i'm so excited for you i am very excited for this i've seen videos of people that used to play the um what is it a uh, prop hunt i think it's called like hunt. call of duty yeah. And I saw that I was like, oh, that's what this is. This is this looks great.
0: This is this I gotta say, this is really fun. Yeah. Um Wind Trace, the classic game that hands down Mondstadt's history, is once again being held. Players will be split into two sides, the rebels, members of the ancient resistance, and a hunter sent by the ancient aristocracy, who will then have a contest of wits in the contested zones. Uh you will earn Prima Gems, weapon ascension materials, mystic enhancement Aura, Mora, and character XP materials. Like Rand said, this is like prop hunt. It's very fun. I enjoy it. It's you and two other people. Uh, if you're the rebels and then one hunter, you get like a bunch of different skills basically uh, that are not like character related. They're role related between like the hunter and the rebel, and you use those skills to basically like try to find people. They added a new feature, which was the to help people who get caught like right at the beginning of the match, because last time they held this event. Once you got caught, you like basically you could not uh you couldn't do anything. You were just like you were walking done. around watching. Um and that kind of sucked. So now you get to throw down like fake props. And if the hunter chooses to destroy that fake prop, it will like blind them with like mud. So like it, very cool. They're adding stuff to it that makes it enjoyable for everybody even if like you get caught right away. I really love this event. I, like, found, like, the perfect spot to hide in one of the Inazuma um, maps, and I refuse to tell anybody about it. Um, And it's a really good way to get, like, the – I'm sure they'll have it, but there was a task to do in the event, which was win a round without hiding in a prop. Yeah. So I found, like, the best place for it. It's great.
1: And just kind of scrolled away without even changing.
0: Yeah, so, like, I would, because you can choose whichever character you want, mm-hmm. because it's all, like, aesthetic. So, I would choose, I'll just tell everybody, because probably going need to forget, or it's not going to be, like, I'm going to get found every time I go and play if I say it. So, the map was the, Ay- the Kamisato house, like, their courtyard. Yeah. And, you know, like, that, like, archway, but, like, it's like an archway, but, like, a tunnel? Mm-hmm. On the inside of the archway, like tunnel, you could like climb up it, like scale it, like use stamina to scale it. And if you got up high enough, you'd be like at the top of the inside of the tunnel. Oh. So, like, nobody would think to look there. Yeah. And I always just use Sayu because she was the tiniest. Mm-hmm. And I would just hang there. And if you just stay there, it doesn't, and you don't move, it doesn't consume stamina.
1: Yeah, I feel like the tiny Cares have such an advantage for something like that, like clean. <laughs> they Nikita do. And stuff. They, just, they do. Yeah. Uh,
0: even like color coordination, like they showed the leeway map. I'm I'm assuming we're gonna get some Sumero maps now, but um, they like the leeway one is the one I think it's Chinxa Village where it's like all those flowers and stuff. Yeah. Like even using Sayu there, because like you could easily just hide in the grass with Sayu, and. Like, nothing would happen. Oh, that was
1: great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this mode. When they showed the preview and how they were doing it, I was like, oh, this this is going to be great fun. Yeah.
0: Um, very cool. We also have the Misty Dungeon Realm of Sand event. Uh, in a forbidden place warded by dust and sand, mysterious foes have assembled lines of fortifications to stop you. Assemble a team, punch through their defenses, and defeat all the foes in your path. Uh, Prima Gems, Weapon Ascension Materials, Character Ascension Materials, Mora, and Character XP Materials. Um, this is like a, like your general combat event, it's just adding a little puzzle aspect because I believe you need to collect three relics or something to complete it.
1: Yeah, you can't have an update without a combat event.
0: Yep. Uh, they give you trial characters, which I love when they do this. It's very cool.
1: Oh yeah, that way even if you don't get a new character, you can still kind of play with some of the ones that you don't have. Exactly.
0: And then we have the leyline overflow. Pharaoh's favorite event. I'm so mad he was he he missed this episode. So uh, we could talk about how he loves this event.
1: I know this is probably the part he was looking forward to most.
0: Oh yeah, well, <laughs> you know he'll just have to tell us next week. There you go. <laughs> earn more Mora and resin. They put resin in the post. Uh, they did not mean resin. I, mean, I wish uh, you could earn, earn resin.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be great, right? Yeah. Earn more Mora and, more and uh, character XP materials during the Leyline Overflow event. You are limited to three times a day, but you get to get double the bonuses, uh, even without using a condensed resin. Uh, so you'll use original resin with this. Yeah, always a good. I like time when they do this. Up. Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, especially with a new character coming out. Which, dang, now I need to farm that. I need to stop farming artifacts to get more stuff. Yeah, I don't. You have uh, so
1: many artifacts. I, I've watched your streams. No, not. A- <laughs> I didn't say you have good artifacts. I just said you okay, have a lot of artifacts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. You're right.
0: Okay. New gameplay. Genius invocation TCG. This is probably like the thing I'm most excited about. Um. Because now we actually got like gameplay details. Yes. So in one stage, you will need to bring three character cards, each of which has a normal attack, elemental skill, and elemental burst. Similar to the combat in the open world, uh, there will also be elemental reactions in the TCG. All actions in the game require you to use elemental dice. In each round, both you and the opponent will roll eight dice each. Each dice can have any of eight element out attributes, which, you know, they made this uh, one-off remark about how there's only seven elements in Tavat. But now they have this omni-element, for example. Pyro characters like Diluc need to use pyro or omni-element dice to use a skill. So it's basically like an all-element dice. Yeah. I wonder, you know, they do this a lot. I wonder if they hint that that's a hint.
1: <laughs> oh man, it's maybe are they gonna have some like uh, some like meta element that comes yeah. down that just envelops everything? Probably,
0: we'll have to see. <laughs> just, we can't dive into that right now.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's like in game. You know, this is what we're gonna fight whenever we get to uh, Celestia.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, there will be player levels, and once increasing your level, you can challenge more characters and NPCs and get lucky coins. These coins can buy you various items from the shop, such as cards, provisions, and dynamic skins, which are like moving illustrations, which I love. I love that you can get these through playing the game. Um, Very cool.
1: Yeah, I originally thought that the characters had the dynamic skins whenever you got the character card. But uh, but no, it's something that you'll that you'll you know use your currency that you get as a reward to unlock for yeah. the cards that you want to.
0: I feel like this is such a good thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the great thing about it is that everything's locked behind PVE. Um, right. The PvP is just for fun. Yep. And that yeah, was
0: I, I would have liked it if they would have added like cheap rewards for even just playing, like not even winning. Mm-hmm. So it still was about. Having fun, but whether or not you won or lost, but it is okay. I, I, in the grand scheme of things, they're smarter than me. They probably made the decision for the better, so I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, and I'm here for it. It's like you can still play with friends just to kind of have a good time, but that they're not, you know, gatekeeping Like, oh, well, to get this currency to unlock this dynamic skin, you have to win five PVP matches. It's like, well, that's not fun.
0: Yeah, not fun for everybody. Some yeah. people, yes, but yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering how many
0: player level rewards we'll have. Like I hope there's a lot.
1: I'm sure it's probably gonna start off relatively low and then as the game expands, they're gonna add more cards and they'll add more levels and more rewards as it as it grows. Because this being a permanent game mode, they they're definitely gonna afford it to go. Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh one thing to note though is in one of the screenshots of like the rewards page in the game, they have Prima Gems on there. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, oh yep. yeah. So
1: the level reward, yeah, like they got the level six. It's like sixty Primo gems and then some things.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you'll be able to earn some Primo gems by leveling up your player level for Genius Invocation. Um, and that is about it, honestly, for the live stream program.
1: Yeah, and I, dude, there's a lot that's coming out, and I am I am here for all of it.
0: Oh, Sam, I cannot wait.
1: So what what do you think as far as like the the side events and stuff that are coming? Uh, Archon Quest quests aside, what do you think you're looking forward to the most?
0: The most, I have, I have two. Uh, Genius Invocation is just, it's, it's such a good idea. I think it's an out of the box thing that you wouldn't have expected them to bring to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pharaoh mentioned it, it, it. I think if anybody would have expected it, they would have thought of uh, thought it would come as like a standalone app.
1: That's what I would have thought. Oh, that would have been like his own like little mini mobile game or something.
0: Right, but I also like the fact that I don't have to log into something different to
1: play it. Do you think at some point they'll add the Genius Invocation to the HoyoLap app to where you don't have to log into Genshin to play?
0: Uh, you know, that is a good idea. Yeah, They might. They might.
1: I could, de- If they wanted to up the usage of their app, I feel like that's going to be a prime way to do it. If I'm sitting at work, I got five minutes, I can open the app, play a game of Genius, and I'm done. Yep. Yeah. I mean uh, that is a good idea. Uh but you said there were two.
0: Yeah. The um the test of courage event, just really fun out of the box stuff that does isn't related to combat. It gives me a break I I love events like this because they give me a break from the game that I love to play. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm still playing Genshin, but I'm not at the same time.
1: Sure. No, I'm with so, you with um, that. It's like the combat events is like, oh great, well it's an event, but it's still the same combat.
0: Yeah. For the most part, it, it usually is the same. Yeah. They, they try to switch it up every now and then, but sometimes you can just cheese it by doing it the old fashioned way. And it's still the same.
1: What about you? What are you looking forward to the most? Oh man. For somebody that has not had a chance to experience in the past, I'm really looking forward to trace. Okay. Um, just definitely just the, the hide and seek multiplayer aspect of it. For sure. Um, it just looks like just, just a goofy, just fun time, just kind of break away and just have some fun. Oh, Oh yeah, it's it is
0: really fun. Yeah. Just it's the one it's probably one of the events that I look forward to coming back because I I play even when the rewards are done. Mm -hmm. Like once I claim all the rewards, the event is still around and I still find myself playing, which I'm super surprised that they didn't make win trace permanent basically before
1: Genius Invocation. It just looks super fun. fun. Yeah, it just looks like a fun time. Like even if it didn't have rewards, I would want to play this.
0: Yeah, like you said, it's if you want to log in and do something fun for five minutes, like I'm pretty sure not like a game of win Trace literally isn't even five minutes. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that as well, actually. So I
1: yeah. that uh, that's definitely my my number one as far as the goes. The uh the across the wilderness, I mean, it'll be neat to kind of explore and use different abilities, but at the end of the day, it does feel like it's just another racing event. Yeah. And even though I like those, I'm I'm seeing those everywhere now.
0: Yeah, for sure you are.
1: All right, you ready for wish of the week? Uh, am I ready? Not really, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway. Okay. Let's see, you want to go first? You want me to go? And
0: yeah. So uh, a little bit of backstory. I got C2 Nahida like right at the end of her banner, and then twelve wishes after that, I pulled Yaimiko, and then I thought, okay, I got Yaimiko first one. Happy about that. I'm glad. Um, and then I I did one single pull. I got Layla. So nice. I was like, okay, wipe my hands clean. I'm done. And then I was like, you know what? I'll build some pity. You know, I will I only had like, I think I had a 10 pull left. Yeah. And then in that next 10 pull, I got another
1: Yai Miko. I saw you posting about that. I mean, you really lucked out. Well, is that good luck or bad luck for you with the with the Wanderer coming up?
0: It was only 10. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever, 10, it's okay. Now I'm like, okay, I can't afford it anymore. But I'm, I am going to pull... The Yamiko banner for Wish of the Week. Um and then after that I'm I'm hard saving for for uh the wanderer because I really want him really bad. Well
1: hopefully your luck will keep up uh once a wanderer banner comes around.
0: Yeah. Uh just a blue. Nothing
1: nothing good. I got cool steel. Cool steel. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get a black tassel.
0: On the what are you pulling on? What banner?
1: Oh, we'll throw one at the yamiko banner. I'm uh, I'm only okay. thirty four in a pity, this will put me at thirty five. So that that's a good number to be at. Yeah. Do you
0: have Yaimiko or
1: I do not. Okay. But I wouldn't say no to another Toma or a uh, or Le- or a Hazo for that matter. Oh, we're purple. Oh, good. What do we got? Oh, it's a sacrificial sword. Ah. Oh. <laughs> do I? I don't think I had that fully refined. So I mean, sure, whatever.
0: Yeah. Do you use sacrificial? Oh, you don't use sacrificial sword on uh, Kuki.
1: No. Uh, Kuki's got the primordial jade cutter on her. That's right. So uh actually my sacrificial sword's on Layla right now.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not quite sure. I think I just put something on her to have that way she didn't have a gray weapon on. But Okay, yeah, that puts that refinement three. So no, that's that's cool.
0: Sweet deal. Hey, yeah. it's something, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll take a purple. That works for me. As long as it's not another uh what is the what is the bow wind song? Or oh stringless. Stringless. I've got like stringless, yeah, yeah, I've pulled like eight stringlesses. Gotcha. So Alrighty.
0: Question of the week. Let's see. Um, Trying to find a good one.
1: I like how every time we get a question, everybody just jumps in and starts answering it, too.
0: I know. I love it, too. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's do Feather Witch's question. She said, what C7 would you want on any character? And, like, what would it be? Ooh. Um, like, DJ said, I want a C7 Zhongli where his Sky Ball turns into a full-on nuke and kills everything in an area the size of the Abyss domain.
1: Oh, my God, yes. <sighs> uh, how about a C7 Ito to where uh, Ushi turns into a giant full-sized, like, bull, like, oh, Oni bull? that would be cool.
0: Yeah, like, or or if he ran around and, like, hit people. <laughs> oh, my God,
1: yeah. It's like, it's like his version of Azdaha, just... Comes out and just starts beating the hell out of everything.
0: Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, dang, that's a really, that's a good one. Oh, I have one. What you got? How about like a a C7 for like DeLuke where his burst homes on like homes in on the enemy? Yes. Or like it comes back like the the, the eagle comes, the falcon comes back and hits again. That'd be good.
1: Oh, double it down. Just make him turn into the was it the the Dark Knight Hunter? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Just make it so that he literally like comes flying in and he
1: becomes the bird and homes in on them. <laughs> oh, I want that now. Oh, that just sounds great.
0: I'm trying to think. Like, see, there's not a whole lot of characters that I have C6 that I can think, oh, okay, I I know what their C6 does, so how do we make this character better? Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think, like, what other ones would I
1: want? Yeah, I don't think I have... I think I have, like, one C6 character. I think it's Deona, and I don't even use Deona, <laughs> Which seems sad, because <laughs> I hear Deona's a really great healer. Good healer and... Shield. Good sh- shield, yeah. Yeah, I've got a C6 Deona.
0: I'm thinking, like... I'm trying to think, like the one element that I I use a lot is animo. So, hmm, like I'm trying to think of one that would make me want to C7 a character, and that's like kind of hard because like C6 is already a huge like commitment.
1: Oh yeah, you really got to go in, especially for a for a five star character. On a four star, I mean sure, but on a on a five star, that's that's I mean the, the 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 giant Ushis I think is the best I've got. That's a, such a good one.
0: Um, Feather Witch said give Yoimiya a C7 that makes her kindling arrows explode for AoE fireworks blast.
1: Oh, that's that's really good, actually. That is a really And that good ties one. into her aesthetic. No, I'm all for that. Yeah. How could C7 make Bennett's luck worse?
0: It just... <laughs> <laughs> it His C7 just cancels out his C6. <laughs>
1: oh, that's a benefit for half the people now.
0: Right, but not lucky for Bennett because. But it makes sense. (laughs) Poor Benny. Just so people could get rid of the little red exclamation
1: point. Oh my god! If if I get to C6, Ben, I'm just going to do it because my OCD will not let me leave that icon up.
0: Yeah, it's tough for me. I keep clicking the character icon to pull up the character list because I see it, and then I'm and then I remember after I click it. Oh yeah, it's just Bennett.
1: Yeah. Well, there's so many characters now that their ability or their passive or their burst prevents them from being overwritten these days. Cause I, th- yep. I feel like that whole, you really learned from, from that. that it kind of like, Oh, this was a very bad idea. So, I mean, especially cause you, you run Sino a lot right now, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. D- doesn't he, doesn't his, uh, elemental burst override Bennett's pyro? It does,
0: but there are some characters where it doesn't, do that that I would still want to use with Bennett gotcha and I think is there any other what's the other plus two? Oh yeah sword claymore or polearm arm wielding characters inside Bennett's elemental burst radius gain a 15% pyro damage bonus so do they still get the damage bone like they're just py- it's good if you use them with a pyro character because they're getting a pyro damage bonus but if they're not pyro
1: doesn't like to really get much out of it right huh i'm thinking about that no that that's a good question though it's a good way of looking at your character and how to expand on them so
0: right it's also like kind of like bad with like who Tao because i know like Hu gets a bonus when her like hp is below 50 percent. so if you throw his burst down and you're constantly getting healed you're losing that bonus
1: oh yeah i piss off a lot of the uh the and the and the <laughs> oh, yeah. Shals when I go in, because I've always got my Kookie healing up. Like, I'm going to yeah. do all this damage. I'm like, heal for 4,000, 4,000. Like, stop it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, shaw's not like that bad, but yeah, I could see where people get pissed with the They're <laughs> like,
1: I'm yeah. going to do all this first. And I'm like, no, you're not, but you're not going to die either. So that's your trade off. Good uh. question,
0: though. I enjoyed that. If you guys want to, you can leave a question of the week in our Discord. We have a question of the week channel. You can hop in there and leave a question. Uh, Our community loves to answer those themselves and throw their two cents in there. And then we read them on the show for you guys. Uh, Other than that, that's it. Uh, Before we go, I'd like to give our patrons a shout out. We have our Favonius Knight Soupy. Thank you, Soupy. Gene appreciates uh, your contributions to the Order of Favonius and Protecting Mondstadt. And then we also have our Adeptist here. We have Neku and Ran. Ran, thank you for your for your patronage, buddy.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I got to, man. you like you make the magic happen every week. So you know
0: You're a part of that magic now.
1: No. Oh, well, we are here to share the memory.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: <laughs> Do you
0: uh d- does Othmananthus wine taste the same as you remember?
1: <sighs> oh, th- th- that's never going to get old, is it? No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, that's the end of our episode. Uh, When we come back next week, uh, I think Pharaoh and I will be wrapping up our discussion of the second half of the version 3.2 Archon quest. Probably going to get some new details on the Wanderer and uh, Feruzin, And that'll be the last episode before we get version 3.3 and we get Genius Invocation, TCG, and all the other goodies we talked about this week. Um, So yeah, looking forward to that. No. Ran where can they find you?
1: Uh you know you can always find me on the Discord. Um uh, try to be pretty active on there, but uh I find me commenting uh, as you know off topic in the regular general uh, Genshin stuff. If not you can find me on Twitter uh at that man. And that's really about it, man. Uh real, real quick and easy.
0: Nice. All right. Yeah, that's it. Thank you jo- for joining me on the show. I've been meaning to have you on here to talk with us. So I love it.
1: Oh, no. Thanks for having me, man. It's, just, it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun, and I really hope I get a chance to do it again.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hope you guys had a good turkey day for those celebrating. If not, hope you guys just had a really good Thursday. Um, other than that, we'll see you guys in the next episode.
1: All right, have a good one, guys. Thank you.